Oh, you hit your limiter. I did hit my limiter. Damn it. <laughs> ah, damn it. You tried. But, you know. Save that for the, the one of the, well, this is kind of the same thing. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. But welcome to Every Man's Guide to Nerd. And we're two thirty to 40 something year olds to talk about pretty much whatever we want. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. And if you guys uh, want to participate and be part of the community, I mean, just listening, you're doing that. But. If you want to be more part of the computer, 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 community, you know, words are hard. Roll. Some days words are hard. And words when you're in the, hard. the podcasting means. business, that's terrible. We have a discord server that you can join. There's a link in the show notes down below. Um, <laughs> join below discord. How much does it cost, Chris? It's $2.99 an hour. It's free. Oh. I thought we were charging. No, that's your uh, other streaming content. So, oh, yeah, my bad. Join the Discord. All kinds of conversation going on there. Uh, we have conversations going on about movies, video games, anime, ball sports, Legos. beer, Lego, what, whatever you want to talk about. Whatever makes your little little nerdy happy part tingle. There's probably something for it. And if not, we'll make a category for it. Ningle. Let's go. Help us. Help us tingle your nerdy parts. That's There's, nerd tingle. That's a ningle. Yeah. yeah, we'll get you all the way to full-on nerdgasm. There's also, um, if you want to hang out with us live and in person, typically every Friday and Saturday night, depending, sometimes things happen, but you can plan on every Friday and Saturday night. We are on Twitch playing games together with members of the community. We do Freaky Friday on Friday night, just kind of random games, whatever uh, works really good for the community. Saturday night, spooky Saturday. Ooh. Ooh, spooky. Spooky. Um, and that's usually more horror themed based games, not always scary games, but games that are based around horror, um, or horror. horror. And horror. you can find Chris over there at uh, guy reunion zero one on Twitch, G U Y V E R U N T zero one. And then I'm just Casey K underscore S I G both on Twitch every Friday and Saturday, um, occasionally through the week. Um, I think we're probably might be getting, we're kind of coming out of our busy season a little bit. We might be able to do it during the we week. We might be able to well. do some more games during the week. Mine is going to be after football cheerleading. Well, same. I same. I see light at the end of the tunnel, like after yep. October, November, yep. and then because um, we both kind of do some education type things. So when the big school breaks hits, we're at home, or I am. <laughs> I don't know about Chris, but I will be. I'm planning on uh, doing some more streaming when that happens. So hang out with us. Be cool. Be a cool, be a cool person. All the cool people. Speaking of cool people that hang out with us and watch and listen and do things, I think uh, Chris may have our listener of the week already. We, I do. Two ninety nine. I'm not paying for it. Oh, I'll I pay am. you. I'll pay you to not send me your content. How about that? How much, <laughs> how much is that, dude? I would get rich. Um, our listener of the week. He's been listener of the week before, but. Mm-hmm. He has been one of the few that's given us feedback and the show discussion lately, too. And good friend of the week. Good friend of the week, and that shows he's listening. Um, we we have 
our listener base is growing quite a bit, but he has been there since the get-go. So it's Mr. Kinetics. Kinetics. Mr. Kinetics. We we hear you hearing us. We we have we love you, Kinetics. Yeah, Chof doesn't. Chof doesn't, but, but we, we do. love you. Yeah. Forget so, Chof. You don't thanks, need him. Thanks for all your support, Kinetics. Dude. We appreciate the hell out of you. We really do. It's yep. uh, all joking aside. Um Without you guys, we wouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's this is fun for us, but it's it's something we do because you guys enjoy it still. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I ran into um, one of our listeners in person yesterday. And I think he'll probably be, he's already asking, like, hey, what's coming on next week? What are you guys doing next week? So, uh, Alex, this is for you, buddy. Just thanks for saying hi and hanging yeah, out. Alex, You're not listener you of the too. week, though. That's Kinetics. That's kinetics. God dang Maybe it. you'll get it next week. Maybe you need to try harder. You need to be more <laughs> like kinetics. Do better. Yep. Listen harder. Listen so hard. Listen oh, so hard. Oh, I'm getting a listen right now. Speaking of, what are we talking about this week? <laughs> Final girl. Final girl. Zeth. Plural. Plural. Final girls. Final girls. So, whoa. Is there an echo in here? <laughs> uh, no, it's just you and me. All right. So, final girls. This is a cool concept. And I, after we had to explain it last week. Yeah. Like, after after we started talking about it, um, like, I I guess I knew the term. I just, like, it wasn't clicking with me. And you don't then, put two and two together with it sometimes. Not, no, me personally, not at all, not very well. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. many people with final girls because they don't really think about it. No, no, and it's a, it's something that I've known. Like, oh well, crap. Of course, um, um, so I'll I'll say Kyle saying, uh, uh, it's something I've known, but I've never thought of because Chris is way smarter than I am. Uh, let me push up my glasses. There we go. There um, we go. Okay, I was yeah, having phone yeah. issues. Yeah, they kept going off. So, like, it's not something that I don't know why it didn't click with me. As soon as you said it, like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Final girl. Typically, from we, this makes me think a lot of like '80s horror slasher film things. And that's uh, what a lot of it is. Yeah, it's the uh, the final girl, female, alive. That typically goes toe to toe against the big baddie, and I—it's just something I didn't really even realize that how much that is a um a thing. You know the what thing? I mean? Like it's just—it yeah. just happens. Like there's always like one left, and it's usually the girl, and there's usually a like a type of female that goes toe to toe against the bad guy, and usually like the opposite. Order. And we'll talk more about the the details and and how there's a trend. It's it's just a trope now. Of mm-hmm. having a final girl in your horror movies, but when I think about that, I don't really think about psychological horror or like random. Would you think? Would you call Saw a slasher type? I mean, it's it's sort of. I think Saw is one of your weird ones because I mm-hmm. think Saw is more down the middle of psychological and slasher. So when I think when I think of slasher, I think of Freddy, I think of Jason, I think of um Leatherface, I think of Michael Myers. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think of your your and so all those movies you have a very menacing, large, huge, physically imposing 
male bad guy. Mm-hmm. Almost impossible to kill killer. Almost impossible to kill. And so they, it, it just works, I guess, having the the female hero at the end. You have a heroine. And I think there can be arguments made on both sides that this is awesome for female empowerment because she's taking down the big bad guy. Or it becomes cliche that this this is who's going to beat the big bad guy because she was like this at the beginning and then she had to change. And so there's a lot of kind of cool little nuances about it, but there's almost always a profile or at least certain characteristics that you'll see in the final. It's like you could almost tell who it's going to be early on. And now we do have, uh, and we're going to talk about some of the more famous final girls and some, uh, and the movies that they were in and some that are some interesting entries into this. Yeah, which I uh, wouldn't have thought of, honestly. We're going to talk a little bit about why we, we're enamored by them. Is that the right word? Yes. Yep, enamored. There's the word so, I'm looking for. Let's let's back up a little bit. Like <clears throat> you said you can we pretty quickly figure out who the final girl is gonna be. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um I hate saying it this way, but let's call a cat a cat. Mm-hmm. It's usually the smart, nice one. It's not the dumb one. It's not the dumb, sexy one. Mm-mm. No. It's not the slut. It's not your ditzy blonde. It's not the slut. It's a lot of the, times, it's the virgin. A lot of times, it's the pure one. Um, For the longest time, and it's it's been a big running joke for years now, it wasn't the ethnic character, like the black, the Asian, no. the you know, native girl. It wasn't any of any person of color. It was typically your blue-eyed, blonde. Yeah, well. White girl. But, I mean, yeah, not Jamie Lee. But, like, kind of... or Nancy wasn't blonde either. But you know what I mean. It's it's yeah. like that stereotype. That's what you typically think well, of you... as the final girl. Yeah, well, you have the slasher tropes. You can see <laughs> her and like, okay, yeah, she's she's got a good chance of making it all the way to the end. Or if you see like a black dude pop up on screen, like ah, he's gonna die. Uh-huh. Like up until recently, I, I say recent, probably like the last 15, 20 years, like your older slasher movies and things like that. Like if you were not a white dude, you're probably gonna die. I mean, if you're a white dude, you're gonna die too. But you have a oh, better I, chance. I'm that, adding one to on here too that I just are? thought of that I don't think a lot of people thought of. Oh, yeah. You see it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you? I didn't even. That didn't. I didn't even think about that one. And so, uh, kind of like what you said, you know, the, the, uh, they seem like be the, 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 pure. the profile, they're pure, they refuse sex, refuse drugs, refuse other, um, behaviors. Because if you kind of think about, I think Scream kind of hit on this a little bit, Cabin in the Woods hit on this a little bit. There's rules. Yep. There's rules. Scream really hit on it. But there's Scream rules. hit on it big time. Scream's so good. But, there's rules and it seems to be the one that just kind of that like they subconsciously know like, Oh, well I'm not going upstairs. Oh, I'm not going in the basement. Oh, I'm not going, you know, off in the woods for a romp with the football player. That's how you stay alive. Kids don't go running off and being promiscuous and you'll live longer. (laughs) And, Oh, I need to add something. Stay away from the marijuana, the marijuana. I need to look and see what this one was called because there was, Something that goes the opposite of this. Okay. Is it like not the final girl, like first girl? Like, oh, she's going to die. 
that bitch gonna <laughs> get it. You'll see because if I say it now, it'll kind of ruin it. But it you'll be able to. We'll okay, be able we'll, to. Go we'll get this. there. Right. Yeah. And so, and so, what makes this seem to work really well, and and we we're gonna keep referencing slasher movies because that's that's where this fits in best. I mean, it does sort of in some other movies, but, but slasher movies is where you see it predominantly, and that's where it's really gonna sit in at. And in those movies, you don't really see a lot of mass death at once. Think about it. How many times have you seen multiple people killed in the same scene in Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Texas Chain? Like, it doesn't happen. Very often. Like, very rare off chance. And it's, it's a one by one by one by one killing. The slow stalk or it's a fast, you know, they, they don't get everybody at once because it's not as scary if everybody can die all really fast it's that it's it's building the dread so you kind of have this roster of potential heroes that start getting whittled down and whittled down and whittled down to me what makes that fun if i'm watching something i haven't seen before especially with somebody else Mm -hmm. um that also has not seen it is like start taking bets like who's gonna die first who's gonna be the you know because you it you know that's what's gonna happen 100%. 100%. Like, it doesn't know. veer from the formula very much because the formula works. And so being able to, you know, sit there and be like, okay, I think, yeah, he's he's definitely going to die first. Um, nerdy Asian guy about halfway through. He'll make it for a little while. He's going to die. Ditsy Blonde, easily first act. You know, she may not be the first to die, but she's going to do something stupid and slutty, and she's going to die. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, but like, oh, I think, and sometimes they throw you a loop where there's two potential... Like oh, that, that one could possibly be it, and they do something stupid in the middle. You know, um, if it was something from the eighties, you probably got a high, and then like, okay, yeah, now she's gonna die because she smoked the devil's lettuce. Mm-hmm. That's how they get you, folks, kids. It, it's the devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce. Um, I mean, you're not wrong. It's 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 how you see that. The uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not making them pure, but the the veering off the path. The other kids. That's what that's what really draws them in. So, before we even get into the girl, let's talk about that theme for just a second, right? Because that's interesting to me. Because it's almost like this, like subliminal message or this thing. I think of the. Um, the movement, like the um, prohibition era movement, for what were the the housewives called that like pushed to have alcohol? Um, what were they called? Um, the temp was it the temperance movement? No, not the temperance no, movement. It was temperance I know what you're something talking else. about. Um, but during the speakeasy movement, yeah, and the speakeasies, and so um, yeah, no, that that was it. That was the it was the temperance movement was uh, a social okay. movement, you know. And so it's almost it. This is a bit of a stretch. We're really reaching here, but it's almost like there's this like, like lower level theme in some of these movies. Like, hey, if you're, you know, if you be good and you'll you'll make it to the end and you can survive by being pure of heart and avoiding all the things that are bad for you, which totally goes against I think what a lot of these movies really represent because of violence and gore and death. But like, hey, here's the good theme. You know, it it's just odd to me that like I want to see, I want you know, I want to see a change from that at least in one movie. You know, you're like, oh, you got this sweet, good little girl that's not going to do anything wrong, and she goes first. And you're like, oh, 
well, now what the hell is going to happen? Like, somebody should do that. The nerdy know? girl. Yeah, the nerdy girl. She's just poop, dead at the beginning. Like, okay, well, now we're rooting for the whore because we want her to, you know, come or out on top. <laughs> but, yeah, somebody change up the formula. You know, all you movie producers that listen to us, change it up. Every one of you. All one of you, maybe. So, yeah. Um, I, actually, I that, that, would be cool. be, that would be an interesting way to change up, change it up. That would throw everybody off. I'm honest, like, honestly thinking, like, if I watched that movie and I, I, we weren't having this conversation about it. Right. That if that happened, like, okay, that was a cool movie. You know, if it was an awesome movie. Like, you know, that was an awesome movie. Something seemed weird, and I wouldn't be able to put my finger on it. Like, I wouldn't be able to, well, but I would be just like, something seems off because we're so used to seeing, like, who is going to make it at the end. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Mm-hmm. Who that final girl is going to be. That'll throw us off. It'll be slightly unsettling. And we won't know why. And I mean, we will, because of course we got in front of everything. We talked about it. But I think if that ever happened, I think we would, I don't think we would know what to do Mm -mm. to be honest with you. Or we'd be really confused by it because I consider myself a horror fan aficionado. Mm -hmm. I know you like your horror movies too. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just not, convinced that you and i wouldn't be sitting there go what the fuck did we just watch yeah what happened little susie died early no 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 violently what else aren't you telling me somebody should do that like cove's a real boy yeah he's a real boy now he's a a real boy so he didn't know that yet (laughs) hey you he will come monday so yeah i think that'd be cool you know let's just make our own movie Let's do that. We'll make our own horror movie. No, our own horror movie. Okay, our own horror yeah, movie. We'll, we'll call it Final Girl Boss. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to be the final girl on the bus? Final, final girl, girl casting couch. Final Girl Confessions. Final girl. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel... <laughs> final was... Girl Hub. When was the last time you were a final girl? Only final girls. Mm-hmm. OFGs. OFG. So. <laughs> and we got no one like, finds us funnier than we do. We do. We think we're hilarious. <laughs> so we, you know, we were like, why, you know, and people like, why would you want to do an episode about this? And I hope you guys kind of get it now because this is a whole thing. Yeah. Like, if you realize it or not, at this point, if you like, you should. Realize, you like, should. holy crap, this is a whole, you know, I didn't even think it was about it because it's we're just so used to it. 100%. Yeah. So let's flip it a little bit and put this one on you. Why are there no final boys or why, why is that not the thing? So, I mean, over I mean, there the are, years, there, there, there's like three, if you do a final boy search, I, cause I did. Yeah. And there's like three, but there's not that many, and it's only been like a recent thing. Did you do an incognito search just to be safe? <laughs> yeah, that's in your actually, algorithm now. If you didn't, yeah, actually, I'm like, I want to find boys in my area, mm-hmm. hot Pringles who are final. <laughs> finally, um, finally. Yeah. But no, it's. I think because society sees women inherently as the weaker sex. Um, 
And back in the 70s, 80s, you didn't see very widely established, like even, you know, throughout film history, women as the heroes. Now, when you think of the hero, you think of um, a delicious sandwich, a delicious sandwich with bacon. Um, Greek in origin, man. You think of people like Conan, Rambo. O'Brien? Yeah, Conan O'Brien. God, I would watch any movie with him in it. Mm-hmm. Um you so, know, like that kind of that kind of genre, like um especially down during that time period. And like you think about it, you think that the big bad is always a dude from that time period, especially. Mm-hmm. For the most part. Most part. And your action the most flicks part. and your horror flicks. Right. And here's something, not to cut you off, but here's something else to go along with that. So when these came, when the final girl idea came into prominence, like late seventies, early, uh, early start of the final girls into the eighties of the slasher fix flicks, what was also super popular in this time, because you just kind of hit on it unintentionally, your eighties action movies. Mm-hmm. Okay. So where your hero was your Sylvester Stallone's and your Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger's. And just all these big buff badass dudes, um, and Charles Bronson, and Death Wish. It was just a just a bad dude, just not a big buff bad dude. And so you had, like you said, this vision of what your heroes should be if you're watching action flicks. And then you have the flip of it. Usually, your bad guys are built like your heroes. Okay, so your slasher movies, your '80s slasher movies, bad guys are built big, buff, scary looking like. Your heroes from the action side. Yep. Physically and imposing and things like men. that. Mm-hmm. Manly men. Man, men, 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 men. We're men with knives. Okay, so it... <laughs> <laughs> you like that one? Yeah. So, but yeah, no. Finishing your question though, it's I think that's why. To me, that's why there's not really final boys. Is because you typically we associate the men as the big bads. Like, and then we see because his, you know, historically we've seen the women as the weaker and constantly in a need of saving. I mean, look at all your old stories. It's the damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. It's not the weird prince in distress. So, and I don't think we're, I don't think we're equipped to answer this question, but I'm going to put it out there anyway. Having a final girl mm-hmm. and it being so prominent in these movies, that's our heroine. Is it empowering or has it happened so much that it's patronizing now? And it, it, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah we got the power. Like, man, we're, but are we, ha- are I we mean, having we it just to that, have it? But I or, think I don't want to answer it. If we, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and answer. Okay. I'll see what you got. But, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be disagreement. So I'd like to get actually some female perspectives on this too. I think it's just, I think it's just become a thing at this point. It's It's, just a thing. It's not one or the other. It's not one or the other. It's just kind of like, oh, okay, here's our template for a horror film. This is what we need. And then, then when we have something so different, like Prey, the new Predator movie. Mm -hmm. Oh God, I got to watch that. It, oh, it is so. You haven't watched that? No, I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched anything in like three weeks. 
it is so the things this thing's been out work for homework a home month. sleep work homework home sleep um it it kind of broke the mold that one to me kind of broke the mold um there's another one that had totally broken the mold and this is during the 70s 80s um we'll get to that and who it is later in the show but i think it's just kind of become a thing it's just it, an accepted thing at this point so does it work okay i feel like it works really well and part of me thinks now that i've had time to think about it after we started talking about this a few weeks ago that it is i i feel like it is a empowering empowering role and set up right like we got a strong female without that being the intent of it okay so try to follow me here it's not that we're making this movie and like okay we we're making yeah we're not it's it's not empowering just for the sake of being in that right and to me that works a lot better in certain instances uh when it's just not cheesy and over the top it's like yeah she's a badass and this is how she got to this point and usually you can see the progression through the movie bad things start happening they react and become stronger i you know it's and I think that's really the only way cinematically that it can work because if you have a, a strong, badass female character at the very beginning or any character at the very beginning, then you kind of feel like, okay, yeah, well, if they end up being the hero at the end, you don't have that underdog story. You don't have that comeback and the and the triumph and all that. It's just like, oh, yeah, well, they should have done that from the very beginning, you know? And so when done well, it works really well when it's not just there. So I, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. It's, I'm trying to think if there's any way to do a rebuttal on that. And again, I think like what you said earlier, we're, we can have our opinions. And again, these are just our opinions, Kyle and I's opinions only. Mm -hmm. If you have a different opinion, we'd like to hear about it. Yeah. Like, I want to know what you think, like, because I know for a fact not everyone's gonna agree with that. Yeah, it sounds like is it a okay. good thing? Is it a bad thing? Do you is it just a thing and you don't really care if it's a thing or not? Which is a valid opinion. Mm-hmm. We just All we'd, we'd like to know. So okay. Where are we? I have no idea. We kind of jumped around a little bit. We talked about why there's no <laughs> final boys. Um you know, and I think we kind of hit that they is argued that they survive because they're the opposite of the killer. Um where the final boy okay so here's a here's a cool thing that you got it's argued the final girl survived by being the killer's opposite and depriving him of his weapon while final boys survived by becoming more like the killer yeah and so the final girls side of it they seem to survive more one by finding some way to disarm the big bad guy outsmarting him hunting using their brains using their brains that if you have a a male hero at the end that becomes triumphant, it's usually through some type of physical violence and finding a way to overpower the big bad. Not brute force, but finding a way, like you said. Finding a way, and and then that's kind of argued that it may not be as effective because now your hero is more like the bad guy because he's violent and fighting and killing instead of cunning. Yeah. And to me, that's not as interesting because now you get two of the same thing. you got to have the contrast. You know, quick-witted, smart, cunning, um, setting traps, all that stuff was kind of your thing of the final girl. 
mm-hmm. that that's what makes it more interesting. It's just not like two of the same thing fighting against each other. You have good opposites going that way. Right. So going back to the final boys real quick too. Okay. <clears throat> something that I found that I put on here. Um, but notice it's very small, this section. Um, film critics have identified male examples of the trope for final boys. Mm-hmm. Um, they admit Todd in the burning fulfills the role. I've never heard of the burning. I need to go find it. Like maybe it's about gonorrhea. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, others have cited Jesse Walsh in a nightmare on Elm street to Freddie's revenge. Okay. I didn't even think about that one, but yeah, that one kind of makes sense. Cause Jesse does survive. Yeah. One of the few Jim and the hitcher. Haven't seen that one. And Tommy Jarvis in Friday the 13th, the final chapter. I didn't even think about Tommy being a final boy. But he, I think that meets the role. I know. But didn't he shoot? Does. Didn't he hmm? shoot? But he went violent. Well, okay. I'll go back and just rewatch it and just see. I want to see if he. It's been a while. If knowing this now and having that on my mind of the, the cunning side of it and all that. Yeah, we'll go back and rewatch that one. Wait, so, yeah, oh. but it, it makes sense. I didn't even think about Tommy. But yeah, Tommy's the one who comes and saves everyone. Mm-hmm. Also in the game. They're like, hey, we need Tommy. Yep. Call Tommy. Mm-hmm. But Tommy's only got one damn bullet. So let's, uh, I think we kind of even just, we really did the history there as well. Yeah, very we well. Uh, but I like how you have in here a scary movie and how it tried to break the final girl and it, how scary movie is so okay first off it's satire yep yep oh no 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 okay go back up how they're depicted because okay, let's do that read, yeah because read the about the lila crane oh from psycho uh yes. so read that one survival, that, I, found that, I found that super interesting survivor but they don't consider her a final girl because her lack of moral purity uh, and she's saved by a male by sam loomis oh and that's I, exactly what we were just talking about yeah the moral purity. So she's not this. considered a final girl because she's not morally pure. I'd argue that, but if we're going strictly by the definition, kind of a, what we've sort of established, not what we've established, what's been considered accepted as the definition of what a a uh, final girl would be, then yeah, right. So, but yeah, I just found that really interesting. Oh, and then the little Sam Loomis trivia. Yeah. Sam Loomis, a character named Sam Loomis saved her. Lori from Halloween was also saved by a Sam Loomis. Yeah. Lori's an interesting one. We'll get, we'll get back to her here in a little bit. Yeah. Yep. 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 So, um, scary movie. Scary movie and a little fun trivia. I think a lot of people, probably people our age, a lot of younger people probably don't know this. That if you haven't seen the movie, watch it. If you love slasher horror movies and you love satire, watch it. Oh, um, it's final. Scary movie's just great. Was, all of them. But Scary Movie was, okay, was the working title for Scream before it changed to Scream. That was, Scream was going to be Scary Movie. That was the name that they were going to use. That was their working title up until. Yeah, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure was. Fun fact, Kyle knows things. There's a first. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I've, I, that's really interesting. I really didn't know that. Yep. And let's do, uh, let's talk about, let's go through, before we talk about our favorites, let's go through the list and then talk about our favorites. You want to flip the order there? Right. 
Well, okay. Well, and I wanted to talk about Scary Movie, how I how okay. it kind of broke it. The reason it kind of broke it, Regina Hall was Brenda in it. And mm-hmm. Shorty, you know, she always plays the black girl. Yep. But if you remember in there how it's self-aware, Brenda always goes, hey, you go up there by yourself. And she's always going, hell no. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the first to die if that happens. Mm-hmm. That movie is so self-aware on the final girl trope that it's not even funny. That's why I put it in there. That just kind of hit me. It's like, oh, yeah, no. She knows about what the final girl is. And in the movie, she, you know, she wants to be the final girl. Yep. So that's why I just put that in there. Well, what's cool about that and the connection with Scream is because that was one of the big themes in Scream was like you follow the rules. Mm-hmm. There are rules that are established if you don't. And so you have Scary Movie, which is like blatantly aware of the rules. Right. And you have Scream, which is still one of the funniest horror movies ever, I think. It's Scream, Scream is too. freaking hilarious. With a strong hand. Oh, you're talking about Scary Movie too, with a strong oh, scary hand. Scary Movie too, yeah, yeah. But oh, Scream is funny. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's something that, I mean, it's not the theme of the show, but I think that's that's what makes a really good campy slasher horror movie is when it can be funny at the same right. time. Right. Not whether it's intentionally or unintentionally, but some humor, throw some humor in there. That's why I think that's why scream was so um, popular because the humor that was in it. Yeah, I agree. So good. Like you were laughing while you were scared at the same time. It's like, this is funny, but he about to die. And so. it's one of those that, I think it why the reason Scream broke the mold was maybe that we should do a whole thing over Scream. How we could do so too. much about Scream and just the first one, not even the whole series, just the first one and, and self awareness. The horror yeah. mold, mold, the words and, are hard again. And like being, like we said, being self aware without being blatantly self aware. Like it, it worked, it that. worked so, it into the movie. We're not going to talk about Scream anymore. Nope, we're done with Scream. So, oh, so. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so we got famous final girls. You want to just do the top 10 that we are actually, this is 11 now. Yeah, there's 11. Okay. So let's so, do, okay. Let's do the top 10. This is according to comic book resource. Mm-hmm. This is not our list, mm-hmm. but it's, it's this, a hard to argue list. It's really hard to argue. Okay. So number 10, we'll go back and forth here. Okay. Number 10, Alice Hardy. She survives camp on Friday the 13th. If you remember, this is the first Friday the 13th. Right. Um, the 1980, she was um, one of the counselors, and she was kind of the nerdy one that just did the practicing. She was the wholesome one in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you know, she slowly came out as the heroine as the movie progressed and everyone else started dying, so she kind of had to be the main character. Um. And if you remember, she was terrified with her encounter with Pamela Voorhees. Yep. And but she fights back, and then she goes with the whole final gore, final gore, final girls genre theme. In that she, um, you know, she narrowly escaped death and fought back, you know, heroically, bravely. So, I think that's an interesting one. I I think. It's interesting that they put her as 10. Yeah, I don't know if these are like any official order or what, but 
I, to me, Alice I can, should be up higher personally. I, I think so too. I think she's. I think she's a solid five. Not. I don't. I wouldn't put her in the number one, but definitely a solid five. Um, and then the the reason that I'm saying that is her character has actually survived other Friday the 13th movies, novels, games, and comics. Well, and that's a thing, too. Not just in Friday the 13th and with her. There you have several, and we're going to talk about a few more as we go down the list, that they they survive multiple times over yep. and over and over again. A lot of times when that happens, these series turns into like not just, okay, well, how is Jason or Freddy or Michael Myers going to kill all these people? You get the battle between, like, you have the arch nemesis thing going, right? Yep. Yep. You, you get to see them back, and that's what makes it all interesting. Uh, number nine, we have Sally Hardesty, the uh, from the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So that one was such a cool one. That that final scene, you know, she's riding away in the back of the pickup truck, just yeah, bloodied yeah. and and just finally making the escape. I I like I like me some Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Just from the it's great more off from the influence that it's had on so many other movies. Um, like some of my favorite movies are the you know, the House of a Thousand Corpses series, Devil Rejects and all that. And there's some obvious influence there. But um Sally, I think she's a I think she's a good at good at a nine. Um I would have seen I could see her and Alice easily flip. But oh, you're getting all the good ones. Okay, your turn. <laughs> Well, we can switch. No, no, no. We're going to go with it. We've already established no, this. No, 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 no. No, you take switch. Nancy. You take no. Nancy. Okay, I did want to take Nancy because I love... Nancy's one of my favorite. Nightmare on Elm Street is probably one of my favorite series of all time. Like the Wes Craven's New Nightmare. I fucking love that movie. And how it's like, you know, so self-aware. Um, Wait, was New Nightmare the one where they were making the movie? Yes, it was about making the movie. How many of those did Wes Craven do? Because there was a screen that was about there was one of the screen entries was kind of the same theme. That he did a couple, didn't he? That were like that. Yeah, where it was Well, I'm going over this Google. Okay. It. Uh no, you're okay. fine. Go ahead. <clears throat> so this was Nancy was first introduced in eighty four, night original Nightmare on Elm Street. Um he goes after Nancy after he murders Tina, if you remember. Um and she does the typical final girl thing. She's scared to death, but she fights back, right? Yeah. Um, and she is, to me, one of the first ones that did the act of fighting back because she chose to go back into the dreams to fight Freddy. Um, and then she, tell, you know, of course, she didn't, you, you can't really kill Freddy. He keeps coming back. Mm -hmm. Um. As you go on through later movies, she devoted herself her life to studying dreams. Um, after that, in the in the later films, so she knows Freddie's there, and to me, she's one of the more I I would say ultimate final girls mm -hmm. because she chooses to keep fighting Freddie. Yeah, she's one of the ones that keeps coming back that we were talking about earlier. Yep, yep. And we so. uh, have the nemesis of the bad guy. And if any one of these, you can grab if you want. Um, any one of okay, well, this one I don't really know on because I, I haven't seen It Follows. Uh, it's great. So if you know this one, you can talk about her. Um, so Jay it's Jay Height from It Follows. It's been a while since I've seen this one. So 
here's what's different about Jane. Normally with the final girl, what did we say is one of their main traits? They're uh, pure. Right. Oh, she was the one night stand. Okay. Yeah. It follows the entity is an STD, basically. Sexually transmitted demon? Sexually transmitted demon. <laughs> okay. Yes. I mean, that's basically what it is. We don't know what it is, but she has a one night stand with a guy named Hughes, and she starts having these visions. Not and our he Hughes. Keeps follow- Not our Hughes. Yeah. Keeps following her. Um, she matures so fast in this film because um, the the difference with Jay is she's very cunning in how she does this. Like, you have to sleep with someone on one night stand to get rid of your curse. And she's starting to outwit the entity. So it's it's a very, very different um, take on a final girl because okay. she's not pure and she's super well, she can't smart. be. Dig- okay, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, she had the one night stand. But um, that's what I'm saying. It's interesting that she's a final girl. So here's a, our next one here is also kind of an interesting take on it because we have uh, Christy Cotton from Hellraiser. I love Hellraiser. And so. She's, I mean, she survived. She is, she fits the mold. But what's weird is because she was, correct me if I'm wrong, because um, it was her brother in law that like got the box and caused all the events to happen. But didn't she have to start killing for, she had a kill for him, right? Like she was like doing his bidding. No, that oh. was the, that was the wife. That was the wife. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was Julie. It was, it was her stepmom. Okay, so the stepmom had to do it. So she was fine. Okay, okay. So, okay, so where I think you're getting confused is... I got something crossed up. Yeah, so it was her uncle that came back. Her uncle was in hell. Yeah. Her uncle Frank. The stepmom, Julia, was in love with the uncle Frank. They were they had a thing, and he... She killed... Julia killed her husband to get Frank's soul back in the body. Okay. Then, then Kirsty ended up. It's like she's trying to burn the box. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, she fits it. I, I did. I got something crossed up there. No, she. Yeah, no, she totally fits it. Let's talk about our reoccurring. You talk about this one because I know you want to talk about. Yeah, this one. it was Sydney Prescott from Scream. Okay, just God, I absolutely love Scream. And this, you know, it's another. We have another Clive, or not another Clive, but we have. Um, I went off on a whole thing there, and I don't know where I was going. Wait, is there a new <laughs> one coming out, or a new one already out? There's no, the new one just came out. It's, just it's came in, out. Um, yeah, there's a TV series now, for Scream, mm-hmm. and the new movie's out on um, digital already. Okay. So we have another Wes Craven uh, entry here, and a very similar theme. Like you have Sydney, who's the pure goody goody, who ends up just becoming this badass. And she is her, um, she it's always her against the big bad. Now yep. we have different iterations of the big bad throughout the movies, and that's something that's cool, I think, about the whole Scream franchise. Like it's never the same, it's always something different. So it's not you're fighting a Freddy or a Jason, it's true. And so she's having to, you know, fight against the idea of the bad guy and 
And it's not supernatural. It's not supernatural, you know, and I think that's probably part of the reason why, I mean, I love supernatural stuff anyway, but this kind of feels that same uh, happy spot that I have when I had, when I watch stuff about superheroes that aren't like super powered, you know, like your Batmans and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah. You know, your bad guys are just regular people that have totally lost it and go on murderous rampages. And I don't remember which entry it is that where she came back and she was just, you know, she was broken, but she was two. It's two or three. I don't know. There's been a few, and I haven't even watched the series yet, though. But Sydney's just awesome about that whole coming back and revenge, and you know, helping the future generations of those that are going to. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. Um, this is an interesting entry that we discussed pre-show a little bit. Is Ellen Ripley from Alien, and I think it's. It, and that's, it, it fits. that's not one I, I would have thought of. No, because it's a break from the mold because she's not diminutive and innocent and like she's a, a badass. And it's a sci-fi movie. It's a sci-fi horror, 100%. Yep. It's a scary movie. I mean, it's not just regular sci-fi. But I think it could be argued that she fits the mold for that. Absolutely. It's just, it's just different. But she's she's strong from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And that's what I find really, really, really interesting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It. I honestly did not think of Ellen Ripley at all. No, well, because we're we're really focusing on you know slasher. Uh huh. And the in their week, but if you think about Alien, is um, it's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and. She survived, well, almost survives all of them um, yeah. through cunning um, and then, you know, high-tech, awesome weaponry. Yeah. Now we got uh, some of the new Predator movie, uh, Prey. You've seen it, so I'll let you talk about Nauru a little bit. So what I loved about um, the new Predator movie is besides the fact that you know they use a native american girl yep they speak all i think it was comanche or was it navajo um don't give me a line i can't remember what it was but she totally broke the mold for me on what a final girl should be because i didn't even think she was a final girl because not everyone died, but a lot of people died. She had, she wasn't weak from the get go. She wasn't like slutty. She wasn't sleeping around. She was literally just this Native American woman being one of the guys, like hunting and being very good at it. And of course, the boys despised her, but it wasn't what you think of for a final girl at all. Mm-mm. Even though this says, it follows the final girl tradition. I don't think it does. I think it breaks the mold. Um, you know, and she ends up defeating the predator. So I'm all about it. It was great. So this that's what I'll that's what I'll, that's all I'll discuss with it because if you haven't seen it, you owe it to yourself to do it. So our next one. 
we've got this one's interesting um because this role comes up so often and it's changed okay so I, we can spend some time on this one um is uh, Lori Strode from from Halloween so Lori played by Jamie Lee Curtis has played different versions of Lori actually if mm -hmm. you go go through the timeline so we had our first Halloween 1978 John Car Carpenter's Halloween um Jamie Lee Curtis played Lori in Halloween Halloween 2 uh, Halloween H2O, which was which came out in '88, which was the 20 year anniversary of Halloween. Um, I mean, she's kind of mentioned in one of the other movies, but you know, in that one, we think that's when she finally killed because she decapitates uh, Michael Myers at the end of that movie. Her brother, her brother, pops up again in uh, Resurrection in 2002. Uh, she's playing a 40 year old Lori there, and then. You get the like the reboots of the series when Rob Zombie started doing the Halloween remakes, mm -hmm. and um, she comes in. And is she in? Is Jamie Lee Curtis in the original? I think she's, she's in, in yeah, both the new ones. Yeah, and so um, the movie in this this was interesting because this carried on basically Halloween, the one that came out. I think it's twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um that retconned every movie except for the original. So Yeah, wasn't that the big controversy with That it? was a big controversy, yeah, because now that you know, with the twenty eighteen version, if they retconned everything from two forward or you know, except for the original, then the, the sibling connection never occurred. They weren't brother and sister. Um it expands on the family a little bit more, but she's still going. There's two more movies coming up. Um, because these were delayed. There's or there's two more Halloween movies: Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends. Um, and so those are going to continue from the 2018. So if they want to try to make it canon in the story of her, you have the original Halloween, and then you'll have you know these installments. So that's kind of interesting, not just from not necessarily from a final girl perspective, but from a character perspective where she's played things out through the middle, and there's this right. whole storyline that now doesn't exist. So I have to go back to the original to pick up where, where those left off. I just thought it was kind of a cool thing and very, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis is amazing. Just Which, it can be argued she's one of the very first Final Girls, too. Yeah. It can be, you can argue that. Um, I don't know, Halloween's just a great series. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's just a great series. See, and we're going through all these because a lot of these are multiple entry movie series, not just about the final girls, but just, you know, multiple screen movies, multiple nightmare on Elm street and Halloween and Friday the 13th. And like, man, I want to just like plow through an entire series one weekend. And I don't know which one to pick now. Yeah. I mean, Kyle originally it was Friday plow. the 13th because, well, yeah, I just want to plow. He just wants to plow. Please call him. Like originally it was Friday the 13th because I know I haven't seen all of those. And like, okay, I can get through that. Then when we talked about Hellraiser, I'm like, ooh, because there's new Hellraiser out. Like, maybe I'll watch all Hellraiser. Then now we're talking about Halloween, which was probably my favorite out of all of those. You um, like Halloween the best? I liked Halloween. Well, I got some nostalgia for Halloween because uh, Halloween H2O, which that came out in 98, mm -hmm. was one of the first um, big screen scary movies that I went and watched on my own in oh. junior high or high school. 
Okay, uh, so it holds. That's why it holds a special. That one's got place some sentimental there. value. Yeah, I, remember, I think I went and watched it at some little rinky-dink theater in Salisaw, like during October in '98 or whatever. But I, I distinctly remember going to watch that movie, and I remember at the end when she chops his head off, like the whole th- this. That was my first experience with a audience in a movie theater having a mass reaction to a scene is as soon as that happened and, it, and you know spoiler alert she chops his head off if you haven't watched the movie uh 30 something years later yeah but um when that happened like the whole audience like stood up and clapped and cheered and that's the first time i had ever seen that happen in a movie theater so that it kind of holds a little bit for me there i get that i get that a lot mm-hmm. standing ovations no you don't no, no, I don't. So this is one that neither one of us <laughs> knew. Susie uh, Banyan, I'm going to guess, is from uh, Suspiria. It was a 1977 Italian movie that <laughs> was considered to be uh, made by filmmaker Dario Argen- Argento, um, who was considered... Dario to be- Argento. Dario Argento. You got you to gotta really Italian it up, I guess. Uh, Dario Argento. It's a me, Dario. It's a me, Dario. Dario. <laughs> oh but you know it's considered a slasher movie film pioneer i've never heard of him or this movie and now now i want to go back and find those if this was one of the early entries into what's considered the slasher genre then yeah okay so you Um, talk about this one and i'll hit uh, and we'll both do the last one we'll throw some extras in so this new one I, i gotta remember her name now um so the final girl and one that we didn't even think of is the new Evil Dead series, because we both love Evil Dead so much. Um, hold on, let me get her name here. Girl, new Evil Dead, because I can't remember, because it's been a while since I've seen it. Mia Allen. Was that it? I think so. Let me pull it up here. I have my IMDb up, but... God, that movie's almost 10 years old now. Do you believe that? Holy crap. Uh, da, da, yeah, Mia. It's Mia Allen. Jane, Jane Levy. Evil Dead. God, it is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Came out in 2013. Wow. Yeah, it's Mia. She is the final girl because everyone else died at the cabin in the woods. Mm-hmm. Also a good and movie. A great movie. And this one was just frightening, too. The tree. Um... She is a more recent final girl, but yeah, I mean, what one of the differences I think between her final girl and the others on this list is she was a badass final girl almost from the start for yeah. me. Like she had the attitude, you know, she was smart. She wasn't taking shit from anyone, even a tree. Mm. And Big boom, tree. <laughs> fuck that tree. Um. But she was the last of the five to die, or she didn't die. But it was it was great. She was just one of those that you don't expect to be a final girl. Mm. Because to me, she didn't really fit the mold for that. She wasn't weak. She didn't need to be rescued by a man, mm. you know? So continuing on that doesn't really fit the theme or what you would think of as a final girl this little last entry that we have here and this is an interesting one this will this, make you think this is I, I just want to do this one for fun because i love this movie and usually for movies this old we're not going to be like spoiler alert you know this movie is coming up on 40 years old now 
But we uh, are for this one. But I'm going to for this one because it's such a just the movie itself is not super super popular unless you know about it. But that right. may, that's hard to make wrap your head around. But trust me with that. And so if you have not seen this movie, don't listen right now. And it's Sleepaway Camp from 1983. And so the the weird final girl twist on this one. And so you had an opening scene where brother and sister were, you know, uh, one of them died in a boating accident. Then you kind of cut to the very cliche, tropey summer camp experience where kids start dying. For some reason, they don't shut down the camp. Even mm-hmm. though all these kids keep dying, the uh, the camp owner wants it to keep going. You have um, who would fit the mold for being your final girl was Angela, mm-hmm. the little girl that didn't talk a whole lot. Uh, was there with her cousin was very, you know, had a end up like having a, making a boyfriend at the camp doesn't say anything. And then you find out at the end, not only is she the killer as the final quote unquote, final girl, yep. like you don't have a final girl in this movie. You don't have a hero in this movie. She kills her boyfriend after she finds out that he, you know, messed around with the, the floozy at camp. Mm-hmm. And then the reveal is, not only is she not actually the final girl like you think she would be, she's not even a girl. A girl. <laughs> she's got a wiener. <laughs> so that is one of the most unsettling final scenes in all of horror movies, I think. 100%. Like, I don't, I just think it was nuts because mm-hmm. it's something that we didn't even think about. Yep. Yeah. The final girl isn't even the final girl or a girl. Yeah. Surprise. So, yeah, for you guys that have seen that movie, you know exactly what we're talking about. And if you now, now, and if you're back and it's safe that you skip the spoilers, go watch that movie. You the, owe it to yourself. It's about what is it? About an hour? How long is this movie? I want we're going to break this down it really is quick. Hour, hour and 20, 24 minutes. Okay, so for and the first hour and eighteen minutes, it's not that great. It's on free <laughs> with not Prime, but um, it's on Pluto. V, and you can watch it with ads. Yeah, you, well, yeah, I don't know on, on Pluto.tv or if you get the Pluto app for your, your Roku or whatever streaming device you have, it's free on there, too, on demand. Um, oh, is it really on Pluto? Yeah, there's a ton of free stuff on Pluto. It's kind of the same thing. There's ads and stuff. There's a ton of free stuff. But, yeah, for the first hour and I would say 18 minutes of that movie, it kind of sucks. But it's worth watching because it's so 80s. It is so 80s. And it's so trophy. 100% it is. Campy and funny and then the reveal at the end will haunt you for weeks so watch it it's worth it it's really worth it so do you think it's so this whole concept that we've been talking about this whole episode is final girls and um do you think it's played out do you think it's still a thing that will keep going like I we think don't we don't have going but we don't have a whole lot of these slasher movies like we used to i want them to come back um, they are kind of making a comeback. Like I, we, we signed up for, um, AMC plus, which comes with shutter. Oh, nice. And shutter is, um, it's five bucks a month. I was just going to do shutter because, oh, let's talk about that real quick too. Why we got shutter. The new season of Dragula starts on the 24th of oh, this is month. It, is it only streaming on shutter? Uh-huh. Okay. Erica is on the new season. Oh, nice, nice. They're calling them Titans. She's a Titan of Dracula, 
it's a brand new season, which explain why I, our, um, I hope Erica she does Clash, a, a Titan good, makeup. Yes. Um, Erica. Oh yeah. That'd be awesome. She would be um, the one to do it too. Yes, she would. Erica is a good friend of our show. She was actually on the, she was the episode about drag. Mm-hmm. About this Erica time last Clash, year, wasn't it? Yeah. Erica Clash is a good friend of our show. Um, we love Erica. She's awesome. And explains why she wasn't streaming for months now. Mm. She was filming. That makes sense. But, I was wondering where she went. Yeah, but we got we got that. It was um it was the same price for Shutter or getting AMC Plus, which has IFC, AMC, and Shutter and like one other thing all rolled into it. Yeah. Um, but if you watch on there, they're coming out. They actually have some new stuff on Shutter that is Shutter exclusives, um, along with um a lot of other stuff, but it looks like it could be like final girl movies that's current stuff. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and watch some of those, see, but I they are coming out with a lot of horror movies, just they're not cranking them out every six months like they did in the eighties, yeah. or even the two thousand or uh, the nineties. Well, late nineties there was a little bit of resurgence. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like so, I don't think it's gone. I really okay. don't. I I think the genre has evolved. Now we have a lot more, uh, a lot stronger characters. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, they redid the. Friday the 13th and the final girl was weak final girl again but that wasn't you know recent no so I don't I, I don't think, think it's some... gone but I think it's evolving so if you guys can think of some cool entries for it now if you guys can think of something that we're missing or new movies that have come out let us know let us know in the discord Um, because I'm curious because I know there's some that we're missing there has to be like it it there's a lot we're missing. It hasn't died off. There's probably something that's came out within the last six months that would include that, that would fit that mold. Uh, not the six months, but there's a show back here called The Final Girls. That's the back of my. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like 2015, though. Close enough. Once yeah. you get our age, like seven years ends up being like last enough. week. Yeah, <laughs> it's close enough. But I know this episode isn't as long as we normally do, but this is literally a topic Kyle and I knew nothing really about i mean we knew of but we're not experts in by any mm-hmm. means no we know i know know enough to stumble through it and kind of get you guys so hopefully you guys think about it too because it's a pretty cool topic just to think about yeah so kyle any parting thoughts um don't go upstairs mm-hmm. don't go in the woods alone yep um maintain your purity mm-hmm. and uh, avoid marijuana if you want to survive a horror movie one hundred percent. Yeah, and stay as far away from the football guy as you can. Yeah, because he's always gonna die. He's gonna he's die. Dumb. Yeah, and you're you will die before him yep. if you're with him, and then he will die later trying to avenge your death, and probably die in a really stupid way. So, mm-hmm. for the sake you, of both of you, um, buddy up. Mine is a buddy up with the smart Asian guy. Yeah, use him you as know bait. He's gonna die one of the yeah, first. Use him as bait, and then you can literally just. Use them as a meat shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just remember that. Yeah. Take this guy with you as much as you can. No time for love, Dr. Jones. Mm-mm. That's what I said. Booty trap. Booty trap. <laughs> God.
So with that, this has been Everyman's Guide to Nerdum for our second week of Spooktober. Ooh. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. Wherever you guys are, have a good evening, good night, good morning, whatever time it is. And please be spooky to each other. Oh, oh, and I got to use my... um. I'm going to stop it. <laughs> I got to use my new goodbye. I forgot it. I know what it is. <laughs> I'm not going to steal your thunder, though. Stay fresh, cheese bags. There it is. See ya. Later, guys. It could get elevated. Nerd